Hey, 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 what is up, Yappa fam? Welcome to today's Yappa Sog podcast. Um, today's gonna probably going to be, uh, I don't know, maybe not a gold nugget per se, or it's something that like I show you guys and that's like something you take in life, but I definitely feel like this is going to be a little wisdom drop. Um, not saying that I have like a ton, a ton of wisdom, but the wisdoms that the Lord has blessed me with, I definitely want to do my best to get to the Yappa fam. So, we're actually talking about this on a live stream just yesterday at the time of this recording. I know it's probably released later than um, the actual date that this was recorded, but at the time it's recording, it's Friday morning uh, around nine o'clock and yesterday was the last Yappa Live um, and live stream of 2019. So yes, we're still in 2019 if you're listening to this in 2020. Great. How's the year? <laughs> anyway, I hope it's going fantabulous for you. Anyway, so, um, and please forgive me, I'm a little under the weather, and I haven't had my breakfast yet. I had been doing some other things, just house stuff before I really enter in and tackle the day. But anyway, that kind of doesn't matter. Um, we are talking about this on a live stream yesterday, and we kind of briefly touched on it, but it's super, super impactful and super, super important one of the live stream, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the live stream fam members. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, me and my sister do a live stream every Thursday, about two hours or about an hour after the Yappa Live ends. And so we're on that, and we have a, a growing community of super, super powerful young apostolics who join us every Thursday at 8 p.m. PST. Well, anyway, one of the members um, mentioned how. You know, uh, one of the greatest things that she had learned in 2019 was this. This is super powerful. And it's something that I, it's it's crazy to me how um, sometimes we can think otherwise. But it's okay to be not okay. Okay, it's okay to be not okay. Or it's okay not to be okay. Right? <clears throat> In the when when she had mentioned that this is what, while we're talking about some of the greatest uh, number one lessons of 2019 or that 2019 has taught us, um, I was taken back. I was like, oh my goodness, that is a perfect way to describe how it is, how it's uh, okay not to be. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay, here's the deal. Oftentimes we go through life, we go through. Um, you know, our our day, our existence, right? And we think because we come from a super awesome shout down Sunday night service, or we come from, you know, a super awesome prayer meeting that happens in our personal time of prayer, you know, um, sometime in the, in the week, we come from these powerful experiences, maybe a youth camp, maybe a, a church conference. And we feel like we, how would you say, uh, we, ought to live off that high, right? And now, not that we consciously think it, but we subconsciously think it. When we get a word from God, we feel, you know, it's a grand, powerful, just massive word for our lives. And we want to step into it. We want to pursue it. We want that. And so we come, you know, from that uh, moment and encounter with God with the idea like, dude, God, like this is so powerful. This is so amazing. And the word of God is, any word from God is. 
And so it's powerful. It's amazing. We feel emotionally, we feel high. Now, when emotions aren't bad, okay, we do have to manage our emotions. Um, there was uh, multiple case studies done. They found out that when the, um, when the emotional part of the brain was removed from a subject, which I don't think it was uh, scientifically removed. I think there was an accident that caused this particular part of the brain to die. Um, they studied these people that uh, the, these individuals, they could not make decisions. They couldn't make a choice. They couldn't decide on things when they were asked, what do you want to eat? What do you want to wear? Which color do you like on me? You know, different things like that. They couldn't make a decision, right? And so I began to think about it. I said, okay, you know, it's funny because emotions are things that God placed inside of humans when he created us. He created us to have emotional experiences with him, with others, you know, just in our lives, enjoying ourselves, enjoying, you know, family and company and enjoying God, right? And the great things of God. So emotions aren't bad, but emotions we cannot live by. We can't live by emotions. We can't, excuse me, I saw my morning voice. We can't um, make, our, our lives cannot be based off of how we feel. That's how the world operates. And any unsuccessful individual who is, who is uh, I don't even know if they're trying to pursue anything, but majority of unsuccessful individuals live by emotions. Majority of successful individuals live by disciplines. Okay? In the world, in secular, and in the church. Right? The church, we as apostolics, we live by disciplines. What are these disciplines? It's the word of God. And these disciplines allow us to be free um, and succeed, right? So when we get off this or we get on this emotional high, there's nothing wrong with the emotional high as long as we understand that it's going to be the word of God, majority of times our logical mind, and really the direction of God and what we actually do with our day to day that is going to get us to where we need to be. Okay, it's not going to be the emotions that we feel. Okay, the most successful relationships maritally, okay, in regards to marriages, they're not based off of emotion. Emotion dies about 24 months after, you know, um, you get married, right? Or maybe even sooner, depending on how long you've been dating, right? At least within the apostolic context. Um, emotions can't run our lives. It's going to be a logic, our logical mind and our will to do and to continue in what we chose to do. If you chose to do the will of God, if you chose, if God gave you a word and you chose to pursue it, if God gave you a spouse and you chose that relationship, it's going to be our logical mind, <clears throat> excuse me, our logical mind, and it's going to be our, um, uh, our will that'll get us through it, right? But oftentimes, right, let's go kind of backtrack a little bit, get back on the track. <laughs> we're talking about it's okay not to be okay. When we're not okay, nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10, it's an emotional state. Okay. It's not necessarily that we're physically not okay. Yeah. Sometimes we could be sick, but generally when you're sick and, you know, just think about the sick person who has a super positive outlook. God's going to heal me. God's going to come through. God's powerful. God's word is going to come to pass in my life because his word is forever settled in heaven. If you spoke it, it's going to be, right? That person, though they're sick, you will look at them and say, yeah, they're 
not okay physically, but in the mind where it really matters, they're okay, right? And for, you know, the majority of times, someone could be healthy, you know, have all their teeth (laughs) or whatever else constitutes health, (laughs) right? I don't know, that was kind of random when it came to me, but they could be there, right? Feeling good and, or physically feeling good, right? But not mentally, And now I'm not talking necessarily about mental health or anything like that, but just in their mind, in their emotions, their soul, they're not doing well, right? They may be depressed. They may be, you know, doubtful, you know, fearful of the future, anxious, right? And to that person, I mean, we see so many people who are not okay, right? They're not okay. Now, what happens inside of us is there's this, kind of this uh, paradox, push and pull, this weird thing that starts happening inside of us where we begin to think, oh, snap, I'm not feeling good. I, I don't, I feel doubtful. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trusting the word of God. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wavering in my faith. I, I don't feel like I can. I don't feel like I measure up. I don't feel like I'm worth enough. I don't feel like You know, I have all these uh, issues and problems with me. And when we start thinking like that, and we're doing not okay, we begin to, oh man, I'm not supposed to be feeling this way. I'm supposed to live victoriously. I'm supposed to be on the head and not the tail, on top of the mountain and not feeling like I'm crushed by it. You know, because the word of God says I'm supposed to be joyful. I'm supposed to be living in a state of, of, of great, you know, smiles and giggles all the time. Or does it? Or does it? Listen, it's okay not to be okay. Okay? God never promised that the road would be perfect. Okay? Both the natural road that you walk, the spiritual road, road that you walk, or the road of your emotions. Right? He never promised that you're going to feel like you're on top of the mountain majority of the time. If you look at it, nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, you know, everyone, including the Lord Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. He, uh, every great leader in the Bible, they had their emotional (laughs) down times where God even got angry at Moses and Gideon, right? The anger of the Lord was kindled against. How many times do you hear that of a man of God trying to do the will of God? The anger of the Lord was kindled against him. Oh, ye of little faith. How many times the disciples get called ye of little faith? Fast forward 10, 15, 20 years. You know, their shadows were healing people. But at that moment, he was chastising them. He was correcting them. He was giving them a spiritual whipping. (laughs) Where's your faith? Come on, kids. Where's your faith? Right? And it probably didn't come across that way. Okay, disciples. Where's your faith? Oh, ye of little faith. No, he probably snapped at them. Why? Because at that moment, they probably weren't doing okay. God increased our faith. Moses striking the rock instead of speaking to it. Gideon, okay, God, I will put this fleece out one more time. Right? Again and again, God, I need your word to confirm. Why? Because I'm doubtful now. And God, I, I, I need you to forgive me. I'm, I'm angry now. The Bible says to be angry and sin not. Jesus was angry, but yet sinless. And so when you're angry, when you're depressed, right? Elijah, 
running away from Jezebel after he called down fire from heaven. This man did something that not too many people have done, (laughs) calling fire down from heaven, yet fear full of his life. So when you're fearful, when you're doubtful, when you're afraid, when you're angry, I would say you're not doing okay. You're not doing okay, Elijah. You're not doing okay, Moses. You're not doing okay. But, but, my friend, Elijah, but, my friend, Moses. See, God knows that you'll never be in a place where you're doing okay all the time. And what does okay even mean? Right? Does okay mean that you're trusting God even though you are doubting? Well, how how can that be? You're putting faith in the word even though you're scared? Is that is that what 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 is okay? Okay? So because we don't know what okay means, we won't theorize because I'm pretty sure there's many different definitions, right? But for the context of what we're talking about, it's okay not to be okay. David, right, running from Saul, he writes so many of the psalm after psalm after psalm after psalm talking about how he's not doing okay. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? I'm troubled, God. Many are they that rise up against me. I'm being persecuted, God. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. I'm, I'm, I'm being mocked, God. And I don't, I don't like this. I'm not doing okay. But yet that, what does he say? But thou, Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill. So what do you do when you're not doing okay? First, recognize it's okay not to be okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. doesn't mean you're sinful. doesn't mean you did the wrong thing. Maybe you did do the wrong thing. Maybe you did strike the rock, Moses. Or maybe you did run from Jezebel, Elijah. Or maybe you did fleece God again, Gideon. Maybe you did the wrong thing. That The thing that was kind of more so leaning to your lack of faith more than your faith. Right? Maybe you just don't feel on top of the world. No one promised we're supposed to. There's a lot of things that we do that we think as Christians, as apostolics, as children of God that aren't necessarily true. One, that we have to live this perfect life. No, you're guaranteed this one thing, a life, okay? And when it's gone, it's gone, okay? So not a perfect life. Not a horrible life, not a bad life, just a life. It is what you and allow God to create it to be. Some lives end early like Stephen's. Some last long like, I don't know, John's, right? Or David's, you know? But anyway, I'm kind of touching on multiple points. Let's get, let's reel it back in. Here's the thing. It's okay not to be okay. Don't feel like you have to measure up to some... Uh, standard that is non-biblical that is put that you put in your mind because I'm pretty sure at least I know for myself and I'll be transparent with myself maybe you guys can look in and 
maybe glean some lessons from what I'm about to say from my personal experience. But majority of the times when I feel bad, when I feel like I'm not doing okay, is when I'm not reaching the standard that I set for myself. And though it's great to have standards, when you put something in your head that is um, almost, uh, I don't want it, unreasonably unachievable, like a sinless life. Like you're never going to doubt. You're never, and no, you can't achieve not purposely sinning. But I'm talking about the, the, the type of life where you never think a bad thought. You never say the wrong thing. You never act in it with an ill intention. That's like, just like impossible. Now, you, to sin, that's a different thing. But if you're trying to be this perfect, pious, levitating from the ground type Christian, right? That is something that is not found within the word of God. Then you set a standard too high. And that's oftentimes where I feel I'm like, dude, you got to remember that you need Jesus because you can't, your righteousness alone can't make it. You're going to need him to forgive you. You're going to need him to show you the way. You're not supposed to know the way. You're not supposed to. <laughs> You're supposed to know your next step. You're supposed to know. And you don't even know if that's promised to you. Right? So, <laughs> trying to keep everything going. But I keep touching on these different, going off on tangents. But here's the basic premise. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay. Don't hurt. Beat yourself up. Don't hurt yourself. Don't feel bad about yourself. Okay? Don't sin. Don't do nothing silly. Right? But it's okay not to be okay. Okay? And then what do you do when you recognize that you're not doing good? You, like we talked about a few live streams ago, if you have a question, get an answer. Super simple. Not a lot of people do it. If you have a question, get an answer. If you have a problem, find a solution. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling not okay, okay, find out what you need to do. Not to reverse the feeling, right? But to make sure that you're on the right track. Because it doesn't matter how you feel. Are you in the will of God? Don't let your feelings take you out of the will of God. Abram, right? Sarah, Abram going into Hagar, having Isaac, right? Don't let your... your uh, your feelings, your emotions, the way you think, take you off the path of the perfect will of God or the will of God for your life. If you don't know if this is the will of God, you don't know if that's the will of God, if you don't know if you're in the will of God, find that out. Prayer. Okay? Talking with your spiritual authority. Let them know where you're at. This is how I feel. Okay? But you've got to do the will of God. You're living his life. He died so that he can have your life, okay? So you're living his life, not your own. So knowing that and understanding that, make sure you move forward in the will of God, okay? Not dictated by emotions, not here and there because of your emotions, but do your best to be spot on, right? And understand that it's okay not to be okay. Okay? That sound good? Um, if you like today's Yapsock podcast, go ahead and please do us a favor and uh, like this on whatever social media platform you're listening to it on, because I know sometimes we throw these up on YouTube. Um, 
leave a comment down below if you're watching it on a platform where you can comment or maybe you're not watching it. I don't know. Um, if you're listening to it on a platform where you can comment, um, leave a comment if uh, this video was helpful, just so I know what type of material to produce for the Yappa fam. Also, if you guys like to see a certain type of podcast or something released, go ahead and reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, even comment below would be great. And wherever else you find Yappa 238. Also, my friends, leave a five-star review. If it was five stars, I'm pretty sure this is five stars just so it <laughs> helps someone. Maybe six or seven stars, but I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, leave a review. Let us know what you think of the AppSog podcast. Also, my friends and my family, right now it's the end of 2019, meaning that 2020 is going to open. And if you're going into 2020 without a prayer life, you're going into 2020 as a runner with a missing leg. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck getting to where you need to go. Okay? Because a prayer life is so vital, is so extremely important that it's something that we cannot neglect. It's something that we cannot just uh, you know, skirt to the side. We, can, we, we need a prayer life, especially as crazy as the world's getting, right? You guys see it in the media. You guys see how crazy this world is becoming, um, you know, just the sin and all the, okay, we need people who pray, okay? If we ever need a prayer warriors, we need them now, okay? If you don't have a prayer life, you need to get one to cover yourself to, spiritually, to cover yourself and your family and your loved ones spiritually, uh, physically, in the natural. The Bible says that God will set um, or set angels, the angels have charge over them that fear God, okay? So fear, reverence, respect, how do you build that? You build that in your time of prayer. If you do not have a prayer life, like, I don't know, I, I kind of I kind of feel, I don't know, I feel like I'm in a pretty like awkward position because... I want to push this in so much, like the necessity of a prayer life is just ridiculous. Um, I want to push this in so much, but <clears throat> I'm not trying to tell you to get the Yappa 230 material in this because I was ending the Yappa Talk podcast. Yes, get a hold of the Yappa 230 material, 10 tips to jumpstart your prayer life, get a hold of the Lord's Prayer. It's a training series where we go through the Lord's Prayer. A lot of people pray it wrong. We need to pray it right. So go through the Lord's training, the Lord's prayer training series, and just go through all that. It's super phenomenal material. But if you don't do that, if you don't get a hold of Yappa 230's material, which I would have to say is, um, you know, man, it took me months and months and months and months and months of knocking my head. I mean, this is like a decade of, uh, of, of prayer uh, tips and strategies and things that I've learned in my personal encounters in prayer and things I learned from wisdom and wisdom from older people, wisdom from prayer warriors who pray for like hours and hours and hours a day. Like it's just, it's crazy. So it's super awesome material. But if you don't take that and you don't consume it and you don't go through the training, that's okay. Get a prayer life. Okay. Cause we need more people, more young apostolics praying. We need more intercessors. Okay. The way you stop the violence in this world, the way you stop and not, I'm not saying all of it's going to go away, but you're going to be able to save those who are in uh, peculiar situations where they got with someone and that person's trying to do harm to them. You're going to be able to make a difference because you released that into this world through the avenues of prayer. If you don't pray, you don't release that. And the person, I mean, the Lord knows what happens, right? 
I've heard too many testimonies of prayer working in split moment uh, 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 in, in, in very short periods of time, right? Where prayer delivers people. If you want to hear the voice of God, if you want to make sure that you're going to marry the right person, if you want to make sure that, you know, what you're doing in, in your life and in your family is the right thing to do, if you want to, like all this hinges on prayer. So I'm um, really, 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 I should do like an entire, like five hours, something about just talking about prayer um, and pushing the necessity of it is so like, it's, it's like, like I said, you're, you're going to be running with like one leg and that's impossible to, I mean, you can win, but it's going to be so difficult. Make it easy on yourself. Create a prayer life of at least an hour a day. Commit that to God. I can show you all the tips and strategies, how to make it super easy for yourself to make it like seamless to where it's just on autopilot where you get up and you move into your time of prayer. Just like if your body like lifts you up and just takes you into prayer, you're practically that simple, practically that simple, not that simple, but practically that simple. I can show you all that. <sighs> but if I don't, if I'm not the person you learn it from, learn it yourself. Just do it, please, please, please. Okay. So that is it from the app 238. Love you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify as well. And uh, yeah, okay, that is everything. <laughs> Remember, it's okay not to be okay. I love you guys. Be apostolic above all, or excuse me, be apostolic above all, above all. Be apostolic. And I'll catch you guys in the next apostolic podcast. God bless. Just name.